This is Spoken by Elswith, a Femdom Hypnosis podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. Plus, visit my website for sessions too intense to be included here. Visit my Patreon to collect your free codes for sessions. Today's podcast episode is a culmination of a few weeks of consistently thinking about cuckoldry. Somewhere, whether an index card or Google Doc, Notion, whatnot, there is the original message, and it's copied probably from an email or Patreon post, and it did inspire this period of hard focus. But I don't know for sure who deserves my thanks for setting me on this path. I know that my favorite DJ over on Patreon, he sent me a saucy story about a mistress returning from a shopping trip with new toys for her pet, and that played into it. But it wasn't the first inciting factor. If you think that you're the one that was, say, begging me for a cookie session, then speak up, dear. Here's some good news. There's a sexy new JOI session available on my website. And you'll find two new deep repetition sessions all about cuckoldry. They're opposite sides of the coin. One positive, the other one plays with those negative emotions. But let's talk about that new JOI session. It's a story of cuckoldry, threesomes, and a streak of jealousy and other confusing emotions running through its very core. It's a full 40 minutes long with its own unique hypnotic induction. I'll make sure it's easy for you to find. Just look at the podcast description and the link is right in there. The podcast session that you're going to hear in just a moment. It is a full hypnotherapy session. It draws on post-hypnotic suggestion techniques, and it uses repetition and affirmation to solidify the work that we're doing together. It does touch on both of the positive and negative sides of this particular fetish. The goal is to increase your interest in cuckolding as a kink, deal with the negative emotions it can inspire, and to help you approach it in a healthy and sex-positive fashion. I poured over a lot of different writings, a little Dan Savage, some psych academia, an extract of The Ethical Slut, and even a few of those Playboy-style advice columns. But it's not a dry session. I know you're going to enjoy yourself, and I think that's especially good as it's going to work so much better if you want to come back and listen again. This is a hypnotic conditioning session aimed at men who want to be comfortable, happy, 
and fulfilled in almost any kind of cuckolding relationship. It factors in some of my own opinions and my own interests, but aims to be suitable for those who've never heard any other session of mine before. Now, that's part of the reason that this session begins with a fairly simple, fairly typical guided relaxation induction. Find yourself a place and a position where you can be comfortable. And in just a moment, I'll begin to help you relax and find a state of hypnotic trance where we can work on you together. By the way, this version of the session is a slightly toned down version for public release. There's a spicier version available with more detail in certain areas. But here, we'll strike a balance between eroticism and genuine, sex-positive self-help and self-improvement. It's time now to prepare for a session that will lead to change. I'm going to lead you through some breathing exercises and talk to you about relaxing your body. We'll spend just enough time on that before talking about why hypnosis makes all the difference. So follow my lead as I tell you how to breathe. Breathe into four, two, three, four. Hold that breath, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Wait. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Wait. Now breathe in deeply. Fully breathe in as long as possible. And pause at the top for the count of three. And then exhale fully out, releasing everything. And do that again, breathing in deeply and fully filling yourself with air, hold at the top, and then release, exhaling completely out. Now breathe into four, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, Exhale, two, three, four, wait. 
breathe in two, three, four, hold two, three, four, exhale two, three, four, wait. Now breathe in fully in, filling yourself all the way up and as soon as you've breathed in as much as possible, exhale fast, blow it out quickly. Take a pause and breathe in again, doing that again, filling yourself up and then exhaling fast with force completely pushing out the air, taking a pause and breathing in again, quietly, completely and this time breathe it out slowly. Now continue to breathe in and out. Try to go slower and deeper, fuller than you normally would. Be aware of your hands. If they're palm down, I want you to turn them over. Have your palms facing towards the ceiling. Be aware of your feet. Maybe uncross your legs. Wiggle your toes. And allow them to rest. You become aware as the rest of your body naturally follows along. As your hands and feet rest, relax, grow heavy. You feel that relaxation through the rest of your body. Spreading from your hands up your arms, into your shoulders, those shoulders which naturally drop down, feeling heavy, ready to relax, being aware of your face, the muscles around your eyes, your cheeks and your jaw, letting it all go loose and limp. Continuing to breathe, continuing to relax, opening yourself. Being ready for change. Now that you're here with me in this state of trance, we can start working on you. You're here for one of a few reasons. 
It might be that you want to increase your interest in cuckoldry as a sexual fetish. You might want to make it more firmly part of the way your other kinks, such as femdom, manifest. And perhaps this is something you want to do with a partner. Or, this session, it might appeal to you because you think that cucky fantasies would make an excellent bed partner with another interest, like sissification or chastity. You're here because you want to connect the dots and form associations with those. Finally, your relationship with cuckoldry might be at exactly the level you like it. Instead of developing that connection, you're here because you want to become more comfortable with your kink and rid yourself of negative forms of embarrassment. And what do I mean by negative forms of embarrassment? I mean the emotions like jealousy and anger and issues of trust in a relationship. These sorts of things can put a damper on what's supposed to be a fun activity, unlike the sort of embarrassment that leads to your own arousal. Oh, and of course, this is a deeply personal thing, and I'm not looking to judge. So it might be that you see yourself as partially in two, or even all three, of these groups. Maybe in time we'll come back and work on these different ideals one at a time. Today we're administering a panacea. Open up wide and say, ah. We're going to take a little time right now to just talk about some of the reasons that guys, guys like you anyhow, like cuckoldry as a kink. You will know, in each case, whether it applies to you already, or if you want it to apply to you more deeply. And when I tell you to repeat after me, to affirm your connection to that guiding principle, then if your conscious mind perks up and says, wait, not, not that, then it's okay. You can sit quietly and I won't leave you waiting very long at all. Understood? You can say yes Ellsworth right now or yes mistress if it feels right. Let's continue. You just heard me suggest mistress as a way to refer to me, and that's not a surprise, right? I consider myself a mistress to anyone who wants to see me that way. Mistress with a capital M, and this feels normal, natural to me. Not because I'm a female supremacist, but because that's where I feel most comfortable in power exchange dynamics. 
So maybe you see yourself as a submissive generally, or maybe that's something you only relate to with one specific partner. In either case, a power dynamic can often be a big part of engaging in cuckolding. You are passing a lot of control to your partner, especially if you're used to strict monogamy. And one important principle is that you shouldn't feel fully entitled to say who the third person is. You can't expect unquestionable veto rights. If you want to choose the other guy, maybe you have the wrong power dynamic in mind. There are other options, other avenues that you could explore. If you understand this in principle, then the time has come to repeat after me. And if not, just listen patiently. There might still be something to learn. I give control to my partner, who gives me the opportunity to indulge in my kink. I relish the opportunity to be considered, but have final decisions made for me. There is a great deal of freedom to be found in taking a more submissive role. Let's continue. Sometimes explanations and justifications start stacking up on top of each other. If we go around saying things like, cuckolding can be part of a humiliation kink, then that begs the question, why do people like being humiliated in a sexual context? And if we refuse to support those statements further down the Jenga tower, well then, we risk the whole thing falling down. So, I like humiliation play because I like seeing the massive emotional release it can bring. I like the trust and the sense of vulnerability it can instill. And if that's something you like, you naughty bunny, then you might agree. Or. You could have some other ideas that either back up or contradict my opinions. Shakespeare referred to a cuckold in A Midsummer's Night's Dream, describing them as wearing horns upon their head. The source of humiliation here is having the community at large seeing your partner's infidelity when you can't. But this game is going to continue with you fully aware of what's happening. It's not occurring in the wings. This is roleplay, and you're playing the role of the guy whose girl is screwing around. How embarrassing that you know, and it's still going on, that she knows you know. That the other guy 
knows too. Who else has she told? Friends? A close relative? Has the neighbor or the delivery guy noticed that there's a different man at your house some days? What do they say about you behind your back? You know how these things go. They won't be talking about her. It'll be about how disappointing you must be in the bedroom. Or just how boring, how you're happy with the same old, same old once or twice a month. Now, repeat after me if you're able. There's nothing wrong with becoming aroused at the thought of playing the fool. Cucking perfectly complements my other humiliation kinks. Let's continue. This one might not apply to you because in my experience, it's about 50-50. But getting to watch is a huge part of this game to a lot of guys like you. And that's why you'll see so many references to cucks hiding in the closet to watch their partners play with someone else. Maybe that isn't you. Maybe you just like to know that you're not enough, but are happy to know that someone, somewhere, is man enough to provide. When you repeat after me this time, just take a break if the words I'm saying seem too much for you. We've got plenty of time to keep working on the proper mindset, right? I'm excited just knowing my partner is making love to someone else. I'm thrilled to hear my partner making love to someone else. I'm consumed with lust when I see my partner making love to someone else. Let's continue. Voyeurism plays nicely into this next part because thinking about doing something, even talking about doing something, indulging in some properly filthy, dirty talk, reading stories about it, all these activities are almost as good as the real thing, certainly less messy, speaking strictly of the strings that might come attached when you're inviting a third person into your bedroom. Because if you're like me, dear, well, it's an absolute truth that a properly naughty thought is usually necessary to push me over the edge into that really satisfying climax. But you don't need that fantasy when you're living it. 
when you're doing something that pushes boundaries, that reaches up to the precipice of your fantasies. If you're ready to accept any or all of these truths, repeat after me. My partner sees me as less of a man, more like a sissy. My manhood is best used to tease and torture me. I feel comfortable serving my partner and her partners too. Let's continue. Those outsiders you know, they might perceive this thing that interests you, this cuckoldry kink, as a sort of infidelity. Indeed, that's an important part of why it works as the focus of a humiliation kink. That the perception of society as a whole works to enforce what makes your cheeks pink. Plus, what makes those feelings of shame come about? The feelings that you might just crave. What separates this fetish from actual infidelity isn't some difficult thing to discern. It's about communication and trust. And a core component of what makes this so hot it's a connection you'll share with your partner before, during, and after the acts that make you both so excited. So revel in that. Allow it to make you feel good about your connection and the level of faith you have in each other. You will be stronger for it. While we are talking about communication, I want to slip something else into your mind. This sleight of hand should be easy for me. There are so many places I can leave such a simple and harmonious thought. Because out there, on the wild west that is the internet, there are so many destructive and unpleasant words used in relation to this wonderful kink of cuckoldry. You might have read stories or seen descriptions that make use of racist or homophobic language, or talk about the cuckold being forced to do one thing or another. I believe that these ideas reflect an entirely different kink. One that at best muddies what the core of cuckoldry is all about, and at worst, that promotes some ideas that can be harmful, especially when just accepted without some careful thought. I care about you, and I want you to become a more considerate person. Even if you started listening today, seeking nothing but hedonism and degeneracy, filth. 
But enough about that for now, dear. You likely can't wait to know what I'm going to ask you to say next. I'm sure you can follow, word for word this time. Becoming a cuckold makes me a more considerate and generous partner. This unique and exciting form of intimacy is a positive force on my relationships. The time at which I will bring you out of hypnotic trance is quickly approaching. But it wouldn't do to simply lecture you and then send you on your way. It's my pleasure to leave the most important truths for you to uncover here in your subconscious. And you will thrill to know that they each will have an effect on your behavior in the future. This is my gift to you. So after our time together today, you will know that your connection with cuckoldry as a kink has grown. When your mind wanders towards fantasies that inflame your arousal, you will always find it easy to gravitate towards thoughts of your partner with another. And this thrills you. This is what you crave. And after our time together today, after you've woken from this state of trance, you will feel comfortable exploring further fantasies of cuckoldry. You will welcome further development of your own interest and incorporating other ideas into this one. You want to grow this way. And once you wake from trance, as you reflect, daydream on every positive aspect of cuckoldry. And each time these thoughts flood your senses, you will focus on the most positive aspects first and foremost. You will shed the elements that are harmful to you and to your peers and move forward in a positive light. I'm proud of you for completing this training today and for working on yourself. It's my intention that this sort of working on yourself be a pleasurable experience. Oh, but there's certainly easier, more gratifying ways to spend your time. But now it's time to awaken, be lifted up out of trance and to get on with your day, or to just drift off to sleep and let these lessons take hold. So now, I'll count up from zero to five. And of course, when I reach five, you will be ready for whatever is next for you. Zero. One, moving up 
out of trance. Two, feeling energy move through your body, feeling good and refreshed. Three, feeling lighter, happier, ready. Four, all of trance has fallen away, returning back to a state of normal for you. Five, well done. I hope you enjoyed our time together and I'm proud of you. There are a few thank yous I want to add here. At least seven thank yous to my dear puppy who sent me a lovely box full of things from Amazon. It's easy to say that because Amazon was good enough to put the packing slips into the box, but they were not so good for the copy of Johnny Flynn's The Moon Also Rises. I still have no idea who gifted that to me, but I am always grateful for gifts of music and other things. If you have any love for folk music, that one, The Moon Also Rises, it is a great listen. Of course, (laughs) the 40 minutes of songs about death and dying, they weren't the best choice for my Thanksgiving gathering. So I did what I've always done and turned on the Christmas music starting on Thursday. Do go take a look at the new sessions, including the extended version of today's session. I've really enjoyed my deep dive into this kink. And I'm wondering, what should I hard focus on next? Any ideas? Feel free to drop them into the YouTube comments. The algorithm, it does like that kind of thing. And if I use your idea, you'll get the session for free. 